worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at MyBestBailBonds.com. Joe Reinagle. That's the third time in seven seasons. The San Antonio Spurs are the NBA champions. Jason Minnix. They go back to big day as Super Bowl champions. Dallas 52, Buffalo 17. It's the Blitz on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It is the Blitz here on 94.1, a San Antonio sports star on this Wemby Wednesday. Joe Reinagle on vacation. I'm Jason Minnick. Such a big week in the world of football. Saturday, the Red River rivalry, also known as the home away from home from Bombaloo. KI Television in Austin joins us now on the Buyers Barricades guest line. Bob's been going to this game since before he was born. Bob, you ready for another trip? This could actually be, in my mind, one of the better UTOU games that we have seen in a long time, maybe since, what, 08, 09, somewhere in there, 08? Well, I don't know, Jason. I don't know. Let's. I mean, you got to remember in 20 – now I'm going gonna, now I'm gonna to lose my own mind, but – you know, in 21, Texas was up 28 points, and OU came back and won at the buzzer. Yeah, the they like that one. They had, the, they had the four overtime game. The year before that, uh, we had uh, the Kyler Murray comeback in 2018, and then Cameron Dicker kicks the field goal late to win that one. We've had some, we've had some pretty good games over the last five years or so, but there is reason to believe that we're in a, we're in a special shot. Now, now all that said. I, I, you know, I've been, I, I feel like, well, I keep coming on saying this, so I, I do want to keep saying it. I feel like we are in, we've been in a pretty good spot this year in terms of like kind of figuring out what's going on before the game happens. Like pretty spot on on Baylor, pretty spot on on Kansas, like called the double digit win against Alabama. Like we've kind of seen it. We kind of get it, whatever. That said, I'm, I'm really confident in tech that Texas is going to win the game this weekend. I also think, this Oklahoma team is a lot better than what people give it credit for. And um, they're, they're giving up 10 points a game. I don't care who you're playing. That's pretty good. Uh, they've been really good. And I think what we're going to see is a much better game than maybe what people think we're going to see. You know, it, like people are coming in this game like Texas is just so good. They're just going to blow them out or they're going to win big or whatever. And they might. I'm not saying they won't, but. This Oklahoma team is really good. Too. Well, well, and, and Bob, that's kind of where, you know, when I started looking at the numbers and, you know, quite honestly, I haven't watched a lot of Oklahoma football this year, but I did watch that uh, a good amount of that Iowa State game the other night. And, you know, I like their quarterback, but their defense and granted, I was watching Iowa State, but they've given up 54 points all year. You know, Texas, you know, hasn't given up much more 64, but I mean, I look at that Sooners defense and the slow-starting Texas offense, and that is my biggest concern. And I know I feel like every week I ask you about the slow starts on offense. They figured out in the second half, but at some point a slow start's going to bite UT in the ass. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I just think what has made this team so special, you know, they talk, oh, we talked all offseason about finishing and being good in the fourth quarter and all that kind of stuff, and that's fine. I don't that, – that kind of stuff isn't what wins you games. To me, what differentiates this program right now from anything else that we've seen is how deep they are and what they're doing to teams in the late third and early fourth quarter. You know, when Alabama scored that touchdown to go up 16-13, I think all of us kind of went, well, here we go again. Yep. Like, they had the lead, they had their opportunities, it's going to slip away. They immediately scored right back, they scored again, and then they had a seven-minute drive to just take Alabama apart and basically pull their soul out of their body. And you don't see that against Alabama very often. All they did was run the ball down their throat. And that's something different about this team. This offensive line and this defensive line, defensive line especially, is really, really good. And that's, that's what's going to make this week interesting because the interior of Oklahoma's offensive line is not very good. Their center and guards are not very good. Their tackles are, are, are pretty good. So they're going to try to do everything on the perimeter. They're going to try to get the ball out in space. Dylan Gabriel uh, is a really, really good quarterback. And I don't – he's playing his best ball. I don't know that I can overemphasize enough. You know, last year happened, and it was 49 nothing because Dylan Gabriel didn't play. Oklahoma played without a quarterback last year. I mean, that's how ridiculous last year was. That's not going to happen this year. Um, even if he gets hurt, now they have sufficient backup quarterbacks. Jackson Arnold, they've got, they've got uh, five stars that are back there now. So, so there's, a, there's a difference. Um, and that's why I say I think this will be a much better game. I think it will be a much more entertaining game. I just think, again, it will come down to Texas is the bigger, better, stronger, faster team in the fourth quarter because they can rotate players the way most other programs can't. And that's what has made Alabama and Ohio State and, you know, whoever you want to name over the last 15 years, that's what's made those programs special. That's what's going to make Texas special this year. Bob Ballou from KI Television in Austin, our Longhorn Insider, joining us here on the Buyers Barricades guest line on the Blitz. When I look at at, at this game, trying to figure out how I think it's going to go, and I think for Texas, a lot of Jonathan Brooks, uh, control the clock. Both teams play such good defense. Both teams can score a lot. Is this going to be a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game? I don't know. I think that's a great question. I, that's the part of this that I really, I really don't think I can figure out is what exactly is going to happen. Um, and, and that's been a – like I said, it's been kind of rare this year. I, I, I'm really confident in Texas. I think their defense is good. I think they're susceptible to uh, the long ball. I think the deep ball is going to be a really interesting part of this weekend. Oklahoma doesn't, hasn't been running the ball great. They do have some freshman running backs that have shown real good signs, but they're not playing those guys a lot. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what direction they go with that. But they've got very capable wide receivers. They've got very capable, uh, a very capable quarterback in Dylan Gabriel. And I think that's what's going to make, to me, that's what's going to make this really interesting this weekend is to see how this all goes down. You think about Steve Sarkeesian and, and where – where he's at right now with this program, because the expectations were so high as soon as he got the job. And, you know, in a fair amount of time, he's got Texas back to where I think most Texas fans think Texas belongs. Of course, he's got to win this Saturday and, and keep that train rolling. What has been different about Sark from, say, in August before the season started to how this program is handling success leading in to the Red River rivalry? Yeah, he talked a little bit about this, uh, that subject this week, and it is kind of interesting. He, I think he understands his team 
and what they need, what he needs to be as a motivational guy, what he needs to be as a, um, as a head coach to them better than he probably ever has as a head coach. Um, you know, he, he understands what he's told his team is Saturday is going to be awesome. You're going to have all the emotions, uh, all those things that go into it. But if you don't prepare today, if you don't make Wednesday matter, Saturday is going to be tougher. So if you make Monday matter and Tuesday matter and you, and you worry about Wednesday on Wednesday, and, and as, as cliche as all of that sounds, this team's really picked up on that. They've actually done a really good job of, of staying in the moment, what they say, living where your feet are, or all the, all the whatever words they use. I, I've been very impressed with that. Um, they did it against Alabama. Sark talked about how good a week of practice they had. Um, and I know coaches say that stuff, but – I think you can. I think he can tell. I think he can look at this team and see the veteran leadership, see the guys that uh, are putting in the work the right way, the way he expects them to do it. And then when it comes Saturday, the game's been—I uh, don't want to say easy, but but it 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 certainly leads you to a better result when you put the work in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to make Saturday matter. And I really think that's been kind of what they've. Uh, you know, he, his his message to his team this week is starve the distraction, feed the focus. And I thought that's really good. Like, you got to get rid of all the distractions that go along with this week, push them all to the side the same way you did with Alabama, and then just feed your focus. And the focus is, what do I need to do to make myself better today so that Saturday I'm going to play great? And they've been really good at that. They've been really good at, at uh, kind of just being in the moment and, and worrying about today today, and they've gotten better at leadership that allows them to do that. Bob Ballou from KI Television in Austin here on the Blitz. What concerns you most heading into Saturday's game for the Longhorn program, and why is it Burt Auburn? Oh, Burt. Don't get on Burt. Burt's three for six in his last six field goals, but that's okay. He's 50%, a, he a 50 dude. 49. 50%. 49-yarder. Like, those aren't great percentage kicks anyway. I don't think you got to – if you're if, – if that uh, – I will say this, though, Jason – if that's your biggest concern, you got some good things happening. There you Bird go. Your biggest concern, Put you it up on a tee and you finally uh, got there. Uh, I, I just don't, you know, Sark trusts him. I mean, Sark, Sark's confident in him. Remember he made the big field goal last year against Alabama late. that gave them the lead. Uh, you know, I think kickers miss kicks sometimes. It's just the reality of it. But that, all that said, um, my biggest concern would be on offense. Um let me come up with something. I'm really trying to think of something. I know. I don't, I don't have any concerns on offense. Okay. Uh, you know, it, the offensive line, I guess. I don't know. I, if I have to pick something, I guess, it, you know, is J.T. Sanders going to be available? Because he's obviously a beast. He was a monster in this game last year. Uh, so I would say J.T. Sanders would be the first uh, concern. Is he day-to-day? You know, whether or not he plays Saturday, we'll see. Um, and on defense, like I said, I think it's the deep ball. I think it's just, you know, that's if if Jalen Daniels plays last Saturday against uh, against Texas, he he would have hit some balls that I think Jason Bean missed. I don't know that it would have drastically changed the game, but Jalen Daniels is a again a really good player. Kind of like last year, you're like, would Dylan Gabriel change the game for Oklahoma? Yeah, obviously, he's a great player, great quarterback. The ball's in his hands every play. Um, so I think that would be my concern is just can if Dylan Gabriel hits some deep balls, is that going to open up some things defensively that um, you know that they aren't necessarily uh, accustomed to and uh, Alabama hit on a few of those uh, Dylan Gabriel can run a little more than I think people give him credit for 
only 95 yards rushing this year, but I still think he he can run the ball a little bit. So those would probably be the biggest concerns that I have going into Saturday. You know, you you look at this matchup. Both teams are five and zero, and you look at both teams' remaining schedule. It looks like the winner of this game has a really good chance of running the table and punching a ticket to the college football playoff. And I think both teams know that. Both fan bases are talking about it like that. How does each coach try to keep that part out of this game and focus on this one and not talk about running the table? I think that's the same. That goes back to exactly what we were just saying. I think Texas has been so worried about what's in front of them because they know if they lose to Kansas or they lose to Wyoming or they lose to Oklahoma this week or whoever they play the rest of the year, that some of those dreams of getting to the college football playoff go away. So why worry about that stuff if you can't control it and you can't, you know, there's nothing you're going to do about it. Um, I think Oklahoma is going to be much better in December. I, I Like if you look at this conference right now, it feels like Texas and Oklahoma will rematch in Arlington in December for the Big 12 championship game. Now that may not happen, but I think Oklahoma will be a much better team by the time they get to, I mean, we've, we've seen how good they are really this year compared to what they were last year. And I think those, those improvements are going to continue. I think Texas can continue down that path too. Here's the biggest thing, Jason. And I, and I'll go back to this as many times as you want to do this this year. We can do it every week. Every single Texas fan is waiting for the other shoe to drop. (laughs) <laughs> because they're so used to the other shoe dropping. It's been 13 years since they went to the national championship game or four, whatever, 14. Uh, they're just, they're, they're waiting on it. They know what's going to happen. If they're going to lose to Houston or they're going to lose to TCU or they're going to play bad against Iowa state in November or Kansas state or tech or whatever. And I don't get that feel with this team. I just don't get the feel that they're going to, maybe they lose Saturday. Okay. Maybe, I mean, this is a good Oklahoma team. Maybe, maybe Kansas state, them up. I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a really good team to beat this Texas team or something fluky where somebody gets hurt or something happens. Like, this team is just really good and really dialed in. And I don't know that we've – I think we've, we've had – maybe there are times where we've had hope that that was the case at Texas, but I don't know that it's been a reality. And I think this year it's a reality. I think this team is really good. It's really talented. It's really deep. You go across the board. All these guys are really good. Like, name a position that's not very good at Texas. I can't do that right now. And so I think that's been – you know, the punter. Ryan Sanborn's been awesome. Like, <laughs> it, it's been everywhere. And so I, it's just a different feeling, but I think every Texas fan goes, well, at some point, we're, I mean, something's going to happen. We're going to lose. And maybe they do, but I just if – you, if you needed to build a team to give you confidence that it could go to the college football playoff, that's what Texas has right now. And college football is a squirrely sport sometimes, and the best team doesn't always win and that kind of stuff. But if you're going to build it the right way, that's what Sark's done, and that's what I think gives them a chance to, to make a deep run this year. Yeah, I, I agree, and at some point, Joe Tessitore is actually going to be right with something that he said over a decade ago. <laughs> After, that's it. All right, Bob, uh, real quick, uh, your prediction for Saturday. Yeah, I mean, Texas wins. I just can't get a real – they're gonna have, they're gonna score in the 30s because that's what they do every week. It's a different number in the 30s every week. Um, my first instinct was like 31-30, but then the more I thought about it, I just think Texas is, is better than Oklahoma right now. I, I don't know that they're gonna let Oklahoma score that many points. Um, I could see Oklahoma coming out and punching them in the face, though. Remember, this team lost 49 nothing last year. I mean, they they know what this means, and if it, if it's 14 nothing Oklahoma, I won't be surprised. 
Um, but I think in the end, it's too much Texas. I, I'm going to give you like a 33-24. I, I, um, I will take that. I, I put 34-20 down. Um, yeah, you, it'll be something like that, I think. You know, uh, but then, you know, I, I just... I just look at, and then, you know, it's hard to really, I I go back and forth, and I know we're up against the time wall. When I look at Arkansas State, SMU, Tulsa, Cincinnati, Iowa State, I expect you to be undefeated. But they have just destroyed all of those teams as well. They're good. How good? We're going to find out on Saturday. 100%. And that Cincinnati game was an interesting one. It was 20-6. to Their offense wasn't great. And I think Texas could do something in that like along those lines defensively where they hold them down a little bit more than we think. But yeah, I, I just think Texas is too good. And I think they went on Saturday. And like I said, I think Oklahoma will probably be there at the end of the year in December, but I think this week it's Texas. Good stuff. Bob Ballou from KI in Austin. Enjoy the trip up to our, uh, Dallas this weekend. I'll get you a corny dog, my friend. You say that every year that somehow they never make it back. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't want to put one in the mail. I would have felt bad that showing up on mm-hmm. the show. Exactly. Well-intended I thoughts. I appreciate you. <laughs> Bob Ballou from KI Television on the Buyer's Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond. Coming up, 435, we're going to visit with UTSA quarterback Frank Harris. But next, Wemby talks today after practice even uses a bad word in a very elegant way. Uh, we'll dive into what the Spurs had to say after day two of training camp. You think about the NFL back in action tomorrow night with a thrilling Thursday night matchup between the Bears and Washington. 